Welcome to the session, a basketball podcast. I'm your host, Omar, and I'm joined by Ben. Are we really a basketball podcast anymore? We are a suspended basketball season podcast. But you know what? We did more We did more episodes without basketball <laughs> than we did with basketball. You know, many would say that we those were some of our best episodes, and maybe we are better as an off-season and, podcast. And shout out to Talal. We got into a WhatsApp heated argument, which I think I definitely won, and uh, he started a petition. Yeah. Why don't you tell us a bit about this petition? Okay, so a little bit of context. I basically just said the truth of the matter of where the NBA is right now. And I said that, you know, Kawhi Leonard is the GOAT. He is better than LeBron. He surpassed him in every single way. And so apparently this got a lot of people riled up. I love seeing reactions like that. But um, it got to the point where Talal just kept saying things like, don't feed the troll, except he would feed into it. And so he just kept going back and forth with me (laughs) until... He made a petition, so and he wanted to change the basketball from the session of basketball podcast to the session a traveling podcast because he said the only insightful thing I have to say about the NBA is when I talk about the Northern Lights and going on vacation in Iceland. <laughs> this man wanted to replace you as a co-host. He wanted to get rid of me. Yeah, and uh, and frankly, I I, I'm going to go sign the petition. <laughs> I was just going to say that everybody was saying end the podcast in the WhatsApp group. My own co-host started joining in and started chanting it as well. Okay, okay. In my defense, I chanted it for a meme. So we were doing a, a white elephant secret Santa at our boy Assad's uh, place in uh, in Hamilton, <laughs> Hamilton yeah, in yeah. Hamilton. And the the guys there at some point, I don't know why they we like chanting things. They started chanting and the podcast. And the podcast. And I look over. No, what happened was, sorry to cut you off, but what happened was I think Izzy had to say something bad about everybody around Oh, that's what it was. And then for you, he's just like, uh, your podcast kind of sucks <laughs> or something like that. Yeah. And then everybody started chanting, and the podcast, and the podcast. And and by everyone, you were also chanting, <laughs> and the podcast. So that's why I joined in recently on the, in this in this I think it's so troll. funny. <laughs> Neither of us like doing this podcast. No, what are we doing? We, but you know, we have a duty. In these trying times, we have a duty to, to put out, you know, content. I'm not going to say good content <laughs> or quality content. But content. Just content. That's no right. adjectives to describe it. People will be listening. They'll be disagreeing with us. They definitely won't be agreeing with anything that we say. You know, but we're just putting noise out there. That's what sounds. we are. Sounds. We're not a band. We use our words barely sometimes. And we make sounds. One could say this is the session, a spoken word podcast. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what? Today's episode is going to be very special. Oh, yeah? Why is it going to be special? We're going to be doing a mailbag. We're going to be doing a mailbag. Sorry. All right, I'm I, in the pod wanna... for real now. <laughs> okay, but why are we doing a mailbag? Why, why Why? don't we just, you know, talk about what's going on in the league? Because what is going on in the league, Omar? Well, for those of you that have been living under a rock. Or North Korea. I, I, yeah, I, I guess so. I mean, Same I don't, thing. I don't know the inner workings of, of their, <laughs> of their news delivery apparatus there, but <laughs> that's an apparatus. <laughs> but yeah, I think, I think that's what I'd say. Um, there is a global pandemic going on for those of you listening from the future at some of these uh, old episodes. The uh, COVID-19 uh, virus is uh, wreaking havoc uh, around the world. And as a result, to control the spread, 
a number of sports uh, leagues have been suspended uh, indefinitely for now. So the NBA, the primary sport that this basketball podcast covers, has uh, now been suspended. So we're kind of at a lack for content. Yeah, that's say. we don't care about your questions. Yeah, we don't care about the interaction part. We just want to. We, we just, just want to talk. Reason yeah. to talk. We need a reason to talk. But and, uh, the and reason people why people came through, and the reason why the NBA got suspended in the first place was because uh, Utah Jazz center Rudy Gobert, um, he started messing around with the microphones. I think somebody asked him a question <laughs> about coronavirus. He's like, "Oh yeah, coronavirus. Check this out." And they started messing around with the microphones. Lo and behold, this idiot gets it himself. So. Uh, he gets coronavirus, he tests positive, and then right away, you know what? Shout out to the NBA and Adam Silver for this. They reacted quickly. Yeah, um, they right had, when they had to. They yeah. had to. It's yeah. it's everybody's it's everybody's safety. Yeah. Not just the players, but the fans as well who are gonna be in attendance, which go by the thousands. Um so they suspended the league. There are other people that gotten uh coronavirus as well, including the famous Donovan Snitchell, who Omar is a huge fan of. <laughs> get well soon, Donovan. Get well soon, Donovan. So I can keep, go back to roasting you. And uh, I think also this other guy, Detroit guy, don't remember really uh, his name Christian is. Wood. Christian Wood. Uh, he's, um, he's a Sam Hinkie guy. And oh, we, we love the Hinkies. We, we do. We do. So uh, I guess on a more serious note, like, you know, it's very, very important that everybody stays safe out there. Um, always remember to... Wash your hands, stay hydrated. And um, one thing that I did hear that, you know, I also want to reiterate within this podcast as well is like the pandemic itself is scary, but I think what's worse is the panic. Um, the way that people are reacting, it's it's actually disgusting in ways. Uh, you see people reselling hand sanitizers at like $75 a pop. You see people literally beating grannies up to get Charmy, <laughs> the Charmin toilet paper. So it's it's crazy the way that we that way we're reacting. Stay safe out there. Take care of yourself. Take care of your family. Don't do anything unnecessary or stupid, especially during this time. And uh, be careful. Yeah, and just to reiterate on what Ben said, I think the the biggest thing that we can do right now, you know, on top of washing your hands and and uh, you know being cognizant of touching your face and all that stuff, is social distancing. It's so important right now. There was a, an article that actually came out today. Uh, I'm I'm forgetting the the organization that put it out, but it was about patient 31 in South Korea. And I that, yeah. yeah, you yeah. heard about that. Sent so, it over, yeah. Yeah. For, so for those of you that don't know, essentially when the virus was first uh, spreading in South Korea, that's been pretty hard hit since then. They had it under control. All 30 cases, all 30 people had been accounted for and were in isolation and were following the guidelines put forth by their health authorities. It wasn't spreading. Patient 31, when they became infected, they refused to follow the guidelines put forth by the health authorities in South Korea. And that one person became responsible for 80% of the cases in South Korea now, which is thousands and thousands of infected people. Because they themselves didn't self-isolate. So I think what we're learning more and more as this virus spreads is just sometimes, and it's like you said, it's it's disgusting and demoralizing. It's how selfish people can be sometimes. Just because you yourself are, you know, I'm part of the population and age group that's not uh, seriously affected by this. And you know what, I'll be fine. I don't care if I get sick you're potentially being a vector for a lot of people that don't have a choice in the matter. Older people, people with pre-existing conditions, cancer patients, immunocompromised uh, people. And 
the the idea that you could be the catalyst that gets a whole lot of other people sick, a whole lot of other people die because of your actions. Like, I think not going out for for a few days, a few weeks is a pretty reasonable compromise for that. Right. For sure. Like we should all be looking out for each other in times like this and looking out for each other by not hoarding supplies, by, you know, checking up on uh, people that we care about. And also, you know, making these small sacrifices in the grand scheme of things, it'll flatten the curve and it'll make it so it'll make it a lot easier on our health professionals, our nurses, our doctors. And everyone. God bless all of them. These guys yeah. are working so hard yeah. um, around the world, really. The nurses, the doctors, the assistants, the administrators, whatever. You know what I mean? Like the how hard they're working. It's it's honestly incredible. The support uh, the staff that, that, the keeps, staff, that, yeah. that keeps those hospitals going. The, the, the janitors, the, the cleaners, everyone involved, like... The whole apparatus yeah. is it's commendable and we need to do our part to make things easier for them so they can continue to provide the care that that so many people desperately need. We're talking about this off the pod, but yeah, you're right. It's not just you just because you're um, 24 and you're younger and you, you know, you're you're generally active and all that. Yeah, sure. The survival rate's 97 percent, but it's not about you. Right. It's not about the way that you react to the flu. It's the people around you. And what's so scary about this virus is. You don't know that you have it or the fact that you're carrying it. You may show no symptoms at all, but you could be spreading it. And it's the 65 year old grandma that you, you know, that you have in the house or whatever, or like the, I don't know, the older father or mother that you have. Those are the people that you should be worried about as well as the little babies, whatever. Yeah. Um, So don't make it a selfish thing. Yes. Going to Barbados for a buck 50 sounds amazing. Yeah. You could do a world tour. For $36. <laughs> but you've got to be responsible. You've got to take care of yourself and also your society, your community, and everybody around you. So Yeah. we It's it's crazy to think about. And, and really smart people, uh, immunologists and virologists have been saying this for weeks and weeks now. And it's true probably now more than ever. We really are at a fork in the road. And our actions every day, every hour, every minute can set the trajectory of how this virus is going to spread in this country and in the, uh, in, in the world overall, right? The choices that we make do matter. And, and the story of patient 31 in South Korea is an example of that. One person can make a huge difference for, for, for better or for worse, right? So be the, be the responsible person and take steps to to uh, help contain this and, and look out for one another. Cause in the end, this podcast, everything here, this is a community. And I hope that is the one thing that we've built, you know, 19 episodes in now and it's a community and we look out for one another. So just keep that same, that same love and that same, um, uh, idea of community out there for the broader world and for the people that don't have a choice when it comes to things like this virus. But if you do see a ticket to Barbados for 75 cents, yeah (laughs) still don't do it are you stupid what's wrong with you come on i was just testing people just to make sure that they're still listening (laughs) um no but everything that you said is true it's uh you've got to stay safe and most importantly you've got to be responsible yeah there's a responsibility you have to yourself to the people around you and and the society that you live in so be responsible be smart you know and uh, a few weeks staying inside and social distancing 
or, um, you know, not going to a bar or something really isn't that big of a deal. Yeah. And man, I gave up the gym, Omar. You did. You did. You did. Good life anymore. Yeah. You've been doing what at home now? Some kind of like pulling down the foundation of your house or something? So I started Ben's boot camp in my house. Okay. So uh, my parents are really, really, well, well, they really wanted to get into working out. Um, and you know, they have a membership, but you know, God bless them. They never use it. So, <laughs> and now they can't. Yeah, exactly. And now they're not able to, my mom is like, Oh, it sucks so much. I'm like, yeah, mama. Okay. Oh, it, <laughs> like you word, were going to go okay. word. Now you want to go. <laughs> so, uh, we started this, this, I started this boot camp thing. It's my cousin, um, who lives with me. Um, my mom and my dad. Yeah. And so we go to the basement. I have basically, uh, 20 pound dumbbells. I have a pull up bar. I have a mat. I have um, skipping rope. And of course, I have, you know, like other, you know, like weighted items, like a chair to use for like dips or whatever. But for the most part, we're just doing bodyweight exercises. So, so, so describe it. Is it like circuits? Like circuit how, training, how, yeah. How do, how, do the, how do your family members do this? Like what are you doing for them? So basically for them, what we're doing is basically just three um, circuits, um, you know, back to back to back. Of course, when you finish one circuit, you're going to take about a 30 second to 45 second rest, depending on how much you need. But we start off with bodyweight squats. We do push-ups, We do planks. We do one legged squats. Um, and then we also do rows for your back. Um, and that's only for them, only because it's beginner stuff. Of course, you want to stretch before. Um, but, you know, just to get the heart rate pumping, you know what I mean? And, um, you know, making sure that they're still staying active at that age. Um, my dad said good things about it. That's um, good. In that he said he's really, really hurt. So I think that's a good thing. <laughs> Um, <laughs> he's like cursing you as he's like he's sore like, getting out of bed. You broke, yeah. His form on the on the rolls are pretty bad, but <laughs> we'll get into that later. Um, but it's it's super fun. It's just fun, you know, like getting everybody everybody together. You can still do fun things at home with your family. Yep. It's still possible. So <laughs> just doing that is a nice way to you know kind of keep the spirits high and do things together and all that. Um, and then after they're all finished, I do my own workout because I ain't doing no damn body weight squat, body weight <laughs> workout. I do my own thing. So I use a wooden plank and do pull-ups. It's really cool. I sent you a video. So there's a, what he means by a wooden plank is he's in his basement and he grabs on it, the ceiling of the basement's unfinished. So he grabs onto an exposed joist holding up the subflooring for the for the floor above him and he just starts doing pull-ups hanging onto this joist and when he is in the video you can see the joist bending quite a bit (laughs) and one of these days you're just gonna rip the foundation i'm bulking (laughs) i'm hoping i do that i post it on tiktok and it go viral (laughs) i think that would be great yo we should make a a session tiktok what would we do in a minute? What, what, what do you expect to happen on TikTok? I don't know. You're so old. Please tell me. What if someone takes the username? We got to go there and make a TikTok. We got to claim the. We got to hoard of the digital username. I think that the way we're going to be taking over this podcast and, you know, social media in general is by interacting with the people that ask us questions. So how about we go straight into that? What do you think? I mean, it is a mailbag pod and we haven't answered any questions yet. <laughs> we should, shouldn't we? So to answer your questions, we will answer some questions. What do you yeah, think? Let's get into it. So you know what? Why don't we, we have quite a few more general than, than basketball questions. So why don't we do a bit of some like alternating? We asked like two or three general and then one basketball just to switch things up, keep everyone on their toes. I'll start. Do it. Pizza or wings? Shout out to Benjamin, my older brother. He asked that question. Shout out Benjamin. Ooh, I'm going to say pizza. I think pizza is a much more versatile food. There's so many different types and and things that you can do with pizza. Wings, it's the same thing, just different sauces. 
No, but that's what it is. It's a different sauces. And first of all, that's so like, that's so ignorant for you to say. <laughs> first of all, like you, it's not just different sauces. There's a wide variety of sauces. And on top of that, buddy, you can do a drumstick or a wing. So, so different sauces on the same two things. And on top of that, you can go boneless. Not saying you should. This man's talking about chicken nuggets. I'm not saying you okay. should. Okay, let's get this out of the way. Boneless wings are just chicken nuggets. They're yeah, not actually yeah, wings. Yeah, no, that, that is true. I am with you on that. But I just feel like with the amount of sauces that you can bring, mm, you could, I just feel like with wings, you can just have so many of them and you won't even realize it. Whereas with pizza, you just get full. It's like, yo, I, don't, I know I can have another slice, but I'm not going to. But with yeah, wings, so you don't even realize. That's You're a like, damn, damn lie. Had- because second year, you and I live together. Oh, and why don't, we, why don't we tell them about Bianca's Pizza Ugh, in yikes. Waterloo? Yeah, so this would always be maybe... Would it be post-league or pre-league? I don't know. What It'd be in between. We'd be in playing between. league. We'd, Wait, in between. We'd, we'd just get come. hungry. We'd, we'd go We'd eat. play a game until Bianca's came. We'd go eat and then we'd go back to playing. But Bianca's Pizza is this pizza joint in, in Waterloo and it's really gone downhill since. But We it, took uh, their supply. That's we, why. <laughs> you know, we did hoard. We hoarded pizzas. So the four of us, we would, uh, me, Ben, and then uh, Sherry and Moroz, we would order two extra large pizzas. Remember the, uh, the two liter uh, pop that they gave and the uh, a two liter pop, garlic, cheesy garlic bread and wings. We got wings too. And we would eat about six or seven extra large slices each. Yes. And if you got full, we would. Sl- <laughs> Do you? <laughs> oh, so another another thing that happened was uh, so Sherryar was kind of in like his in the, in the middle of losing weight. So he's kind of in that middle point where he's still a little bit bigger. Yeah. Right? He can barely, you know, get up a flight of steps, but <laughs> he's, st- you know, he's losing weight. He's doing good for himself. He's, in fact, he's lost maybe, a, he's lost a lot of weight at this point, but not a very healthy weight. Like yeah. he would just not eat, which exactly. is a terrible thing to do. So, so his body on the inside is dying. <laughs> so anyways, we're, uh, we get Bianca's, we're just doing a regular thing, you know, like six slices, Omar would always lie. He would say he had seven, but he had like two. We would do the math. If anyone said, we'd go around the table and be like, how many slices do you have? How many slices? And then we'd add them all up and we'd look how many were left <laughs> and we'd figure out who the liar was. So and it was always Ben. Shit. Yeah. Well, yeah, I was, I was lying. Sometimes, but that's what I was like pre-cut. I just wanted to complete everybody. Whatever. We'll get into that another time. But Sherryar, we forced him to eat. I think he tapped out at four and we're like, no, buddy. That's not how it's going to so work. So we made him here. eat another three. We did another, another three. And at this point, Sherry is dying. He's gasping for air, um, cardiac arrest. We need to call the doctors. So okay. he goes to the uh, the chair around on the living room. Okay. Okay. So so not actually cardiac arrest, but a food coma. He, he legitimately went into a food coma a- after eating. He's just sitting there and he's like, guys, I can't see my, my eyes. I can't see. And he starts, his vision starts blurring and, he, and he's going blind and he's sitting there and he's going crazy. So And then what Omar does is he's like, okay, guys, nobody panic. I am the doctor. I'm the medic here. I'm going to look into the fridge and I'm sure I'm going to be able to help Sherry out. This guy waddles onto the fridge, <laughs> opens it. He's like, oh, is that cereal? I always wanted some cereal. Starts eating first. Oh, no, he no, didn't do that. I was he like, didn't do that. He didn't do that. He actually did carry about cherry at the time. I didn't really. At the time, not anymore. <laughs> so he gets maple syrup, a cold bottle of maple syrup. He takes it out, wraps it in toilet paper, I no, think. No, no, I didn't even wrap it in toilet, oh, paper. Didn't wrap it in toilet paper. I took the, I took the cold yeah. bottle, 
And this man, Sherry, he's like, I'm going blind. He's sitting on the at the kitchen table. He can't see. He's freaking out. So I take the cold maple syrup bottle and I just press it against the man's neck. neck. <laughs> and and I and I just hold it there. And after it's about like one of those things called seconds, uh, def- uh, defibrillator. Defibrillators. Or, yeah. yeah, that's just like I check to resuscitate him. I held maple syrup to his neck, and and I guess it did something. I don't know what medically, but his vision came back, and he and I can he see down. now. I can see now. And then we try to do the same thing to Omar. And he's like, oh, I still can't see color though. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. That was so funny though. Yo, By the way, worse. I don't think we could take this log for every single question. <laughs> well, well, yeah, but you know, shout out to Binyamin. We had to do it for him. Shout out to Binyamin. He did. Uh, he so so pizza is the right answer. <laughs> okay. All right. Second question. Uh, we'll do a few general ones and we'll yeah. go basketball. Okay. Second question from Leaners. What's been your favorite part since starting the podcast? Pretty serious question. Hmm. Favorite parts starting the podcast. Um, you started last time. I can start on this one. Yeah, go for it. So my favorite part about uh, like since starting this podcast is every single week there's something to look forward to. You know what I mean? It's because I know for sure. I mean, we've had hiatuses and all that, but for the most part, I know for sure I'm going to see Omar. I'm going to have this to talk about, this to talk about. And it's for a product that we both like putting out there and doing this on a weekly basis, you get used to it, you get accustomed to it. And, you know, the more consistent you are, the more it's like, oh, this is going to happen. So that's been my favorite part. Just, again, a huge reason of why we wanted to start this podcast in the first place is to hang out as well. And uh, we've been able to do that since starting the podcast. So I think that would be my favorite thing since. That's that's what I would say as well. Just the. I've gotten so close to Ben since like we've been best friends since we were kids, but this podcast has brought us a lot closer and that that's what I really appreciate. And if I had to say something different to Ben, not to piggyback on his answer, then I'd probably say, you know, the, I guess the pride I feel like looking back at our body of work and being able to talk to other people about it. Like I'm always like, it's like a child that like, you know how parents get really excited talking about their kids. I get really excited talking about this podcast because I'm so proud of the work Ben and I are doing. And of course, we got a long way to go and we got a lot of ways to improve, but I'm just really happy that we have this outlet. Yeah, it is an outlet. Uh, I think that's what a lot of other people immediately say when I when I talk about the podcast is they say something like, oh, so this is probably like a huge outlet for you guys. And the more I think about it, absolutely. Uh, I think we both have original thoughts in our heads uh, that, you know, maybe we don't get a chance to talk over WhatsApp. So having this podcast, even pre-podcast, like when I'm just sitting here around and then we're just talking back and forth, like that's a lot of fun to me. You know what I mean? And it's almost just because of how consistent we have been. And we've been doing this since August now, um, which doesn't seem that long. But honestly, there's been quite a few episodes, 19 whole episodes. Yeah. Um, And just doing that, you're right. There's a level of pride to it. And there's definitely that, oh, I get to see Omar again. We get to do this. Um, admittedly, there were times where I'm like, oh, I got to see Omar again. God damn it. <laughs> I'm just kidding. But uh, it is a lot of fun for sure. All right. Let's do the next one before a basketball question. Thoughts on the Imad brothers. <laughs> Shout out to Shahid. <laughs> I love wrestling them. <laughs> so sometimes when we uh, hang out, this is going to sound super weird. I don't even know how to explain something like this. But uh, when we have one of our chill sessions at uh, Zubair's house, um, and of course, his younger brother Shahid would be there, who's the one who asked this question. Um I just want to wrestle them. I don't know. I don't know what else to tell you. I he's just in, want to he's wrestle. He's a great them. ten man. You're a grown he's great, man. He's a great ten. I'm a grown man. And sometimes I just want to get him in a single leg takedown and take him down. <laughs> and then sometimes he'll tag in Zubair, and then I'm I'm wrestling Zubair, and 
we're in a huge circle. Everybody's cheering like it's a, like it's ancient Rome. <laughs> well, I'm I'm there trying to make sure nothing breaks, like a TV yeah, doesn't fall over. Also, and sometimes it gets a little bit heated, especially when you do the thing where it tabs the bear's head. Yeah, he gets pissed. You just keep smacking. His head. <laughs> I love doing that. Uh, favorite thing about the Ahmad brothers? They're good guys, man. They're good guys. On a serious note, like, yeah. Zubair has one of the most pure hearts. You know, like he really does want to hang out with his friends all the time. Yeah, he checks up on you. Very good guy. You know? Honestly, love um, him. Genuinely, like a good person. Yeah. Um, misunderstood. Eh, I don't know if he's misunderstood. He, when he does wrong things, he does wrong things. Yeah. There's no misunderstanding that. <laughs> but he always has good intentions for his friends, and he does care about all of us. So, yeah. and he's know. the 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 best host I've ever I've ever encountered. Like this man will give you the shirt off his back if it means you being more comfortable when you're at his place. Like, Unless it's me. If I ask for anything at all, I think I asked for water once and he yelled at me. <laughs> um, I think me and Zubair just have a little bit of a problem. But hey, Zubair, if you are listening, I love you. Yeah, I love the Ahmad brothers. That's those are my thoughts. All right, let me hit you with a ball question. So this one's from Benjamin. Which team gets the biggest benefit if the NBA does in fact resume ball this season? So which team would be best off by the season resuming? The Clippers. Late? The Clippers, why do you say that? Because they're, well, 10-1 and one now when healthy, but they need to figure out chemistry. Um, I think that's the biggest thing that you, you learn more as you play more. And you learn where rotations are and how, how all of that works when you're fully healthy. So they finally get to the point where they finally have all the players available. And then something like this happens. You can practice as much as you want, but you only learn when you're in a, in a, like a, a game setting. Okay, so um, you're saying if they played out the rest of this season, the Clippers would benefit the most because they would get, they'd get the they runs would get in. more comfortable. They'd get the runs I in. think relatively in terms of contenders, everyone else is... I guess you could say Rockets, but I yeah. feel like in terms of a real kind of, in my, in my opinion, which yeah. are the Clippers, I say when they're together, so it would be better. I'm going to say Philly because... Oh boy, you better stop. Because it gives, if they play the season, what that means is it gives even more time for Ben Simmons to come back. And they're missing, a, Joel Embiid just got back. And Ben Simmons has a nerve impingement in his back. He's being reevaluated in three weeks. So this time delay of however long the NBA is going to be out and then the time it takes to play the season, Ben Simmons could potentially be, it could go from being a season-ending injury to Ben Simmons returning for the playoffs. That's the difference between playing out the season. And that's huge. I think the differential there is the second best player of a team coming back versus the Clippers gaining a little bit of chemistry. I'd say Philly. Um. I don't know, man. I don't even think it's a, a little bit of chemistry. They have a lot to work on. Um, I think with the uh, the Clippers and Lakers game, which was um, not too long ago. Yeah, feels like a lifetime. It feels ago. like a lifetime. But, but so it much really has happened wasn't. since yeah. then. But it really hasn't been that long. LeBron was, dominated. Uh, man, shut up, LeBron. <laughs> that was his weekend, man. It, it was his weekend. I'll I'll, I'll give LeBron that. Um, he did really well. Um, of course, if it was up to me. You know, I would give the game ball to Avery Bradley, but that's you know a whole other a whole other. You're just topic. reading Skip Bayless's tweets <laughs> at this point. <laughs> I actually have it up right now. <laughs> um, but there were so many stupid turnovers and mistakes, and you see it on like on highlights as well when the Clippers played. Uh, I forgot what other team, but you know, like Paul George and Lou Will getting at it. It's just a chemistry thing, and you build more more chemistry with that. And I really do feel like. You know, that's why that's why the Raptors were so successful last year was because of the chemistry. And I think playing more is what gives them that. So I would say the Clippers for me, but all right. All right. Fair enough. All right. Sahar sent in uh, 40,000 questions, which we really appreciate. Shout out Sahar. No, yeah. seriously, though, like, thank you for interacting with us. You're great. Honestly. So let's go through them. First one is on a scale of one to ten. How worried are you about the coronavirus? 
worried. I, I, worried? Is that your, I, I, is that I, your I, number my, my response would be worried. Like, <laughs> I don't know. This is my first uh, pandemic that I yeah, that I guess is. I'm dealing with as an adult. So I'd say it's better to err on the side of caution than to, you know, say like, yeah, I'm not worried mistake. about it. Yeah, yeah, I'm not worried about it. So, yeah, I, I don't know. It, if I had to quantify it, I'd probably say like seven, like eight. Like, yeah, because... It's serious, and I really feel for a lot of the people that are really at risk out there. Um, whether you know someone who is at risk, or if you don't, I mean, we're all human, so I really feel for the people that 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 might be affected by this pretty seriously. So I'd say I'm really worried. I feel like for the virus itself, yeah, similar to you, I would say like a maybe like a seven. You know, yeah. I, I I am confident. Hopefully, in uh, I think Saskatchewan recently, like we're able to isolate something. Yeah, I don't know how. I don't know what the yeah. There's a lot of uh, great work being done by a lot of smart people in helping to come up with the vaccine, but it's you're gonna need to do weeks, maybe even months of testing before anything is ready for humans. So it's gonna be a little bit. So I would say a seven with the virus, but I think with the panic and with humanity in general related to coronavirus, that's like a ten. Yeah. Because I think people are irresponsible with the way that they act. And I also feel like when when desperation comes, they're going to do absolutely anything and everything to make sure that they... Omar, I saw a photo on Twitter. One person was buying 24 cases of milk. <laughs> okay, milk will expire unless you are a cow. Yeah. What's wrong with you? Man, that's what... Okay, that that's been really pissing me off. People are hoarding just to resell. Like, they're... All these, anyone stocking up on mass amounts of perishable food is just doing to resell it. And yeah. that pisses me off. And and the biggest reason is it's not even that, it oh, you're inconveniencing me or someone like that. I'm blessed and I'm very grateful that I'm in the position that I'm in where I've been able to stock up a reasonable amount on, on certain things that I might need going forward. But there are people that financially can't afford to stock up there are people living paycheck to paycheck that don't have the money to buy five months supply of whatever they they can't stock up so for them to have to pay exorbitant prices because someone bought a pallet of lysol wipes or a pallet of milk or whatever it's going to be i feel bad for those people and it's like that's not fair that's that's not what we should be doing in a time of crisis everyone should be prepared i'm always one for being prepared and you know getting a reasonable amount of the things that you're going to need but come on buying just to resell that's some that's some really snake that's behavior that's, that's dirty. really dirty and it's i'm so disappointed and i hope if anyone listening, you come across people like that, like that are doing things like that in the store, call them out, man. Like people should be shamed for things like and that. And if it's you, look at the mirror and slap yourself. Honestly. And record it yourself slapping yourself and then we'll put it on the Instagram account. Like, I saw this one article, or it's actually on CP24 today as well. Um, there's this one guy bought 18,000 bottles mm-hmm. of hand sanitizer. Yeah. He wanted to resell it. That was his, you know, the whole reason why he did it. Wanted to sell it for, I think, $75 a pop. Yeah. Um, Amazon's like, um, no, we're not going to let you resell that. Mm-hmm. So now he has 18,000 hand sanitizers in his garage right now. Yeah. I think they interviewed him, CP24 or something. Yeah. And they're like, do you want to say sorry to the people you take this from? And he's like, eh, no. No, I'm not oh sorry. Oh, my God. It's like that level of disgusting behavior that really shows. Yeah. Um, I think when we're, it's like animal instincts 
you know, like we're we're just we act like animals when emergency kind of it or inconvenience hits us. It's insane the way that we act, man. Man, but it's not even animals. Like when you when you think about a lion, a lion is just killing what it needs to to eat. It doesn't to survive that day. To survive, it doesn't go and kill thirty. I don't know uh, what are those things called? Not deers, but they look kind of like deers or the little things. Let's that just run. say deers. Land deers. They kill like. They don't go kill 30, 40 in one day and be like, yo, this is mine. I'm just going to eat this. Like they realize, yeah, I can only do so much in one day. So I'm only going to do what I need to. There's no gluttony or excess. That's a human trait. And that's why I feel bad. Like even animals are better than humans in a, in a lot of sense because they don't have gluttony and, and greed and, and things like that. We're just some snakes with some human traits. <laughs> I guess so. All right. Sahar also asked, would you rather uh, know how you will die or when you will die? When? Ooh. Uh, I'm down for that. I'm down for a timeline or like a countdown. There's actually an app on um, like on your iPhone that you can add. It's a countdown app and it'll show me by the second. Then I'll know exactly when I'll die. I'll live life until then. Just, okay, I know this is it. When would suck, but if I think about how, how's becoming a lot of, a lot, like, you'd become paranoid. If it said, like, car, I'd just be like, oh, I'm never going to get in a can't car again. Like yeah. That. That's know? exactly what I was thinking. You can't live yeah. life like that. An accident. Oh, my God. I'm never going to get into a car ever. I know that's the way I'm going to die. You're right. You become the superstitious, like, ah. <laughs> how did you, how did you make that noise? I don't know how. I, can I try to, ah. No, I didn't no, work like that. You, that was like, crazy you, you the first it, time I did it. That was awesome. It's like but those meme videos where like people edit it. And they're if like, that was a TikTok. Yeah, it was like, I've if seen If that TikToks. was a TikTok, yeah, that was really cool. Oh my God. I I did that. Uh, We're going to loop that. <laughs> yeah, it, you just be a superstitious just freak. Definitely when. All right, let's go one more and then we'll switch the ball. Um... Do pineapples belong on pizza? Yes, that's not even a question. Yes, yes. Thank this you, is a we pro agree. pineapple podcast. We agree, baby. Iman, get the hell out of here. Lena, get the hell out of here. <laughs> <laughs> this is a pro pineapple <laughs> podcast, man. No shame. All right, man. Number two. Uh, I'm asking a basketball it. question. Should owners pay for stadium slash support during hiatus? And this was asked by my lovely brother, Ben Yaman. Well, you know, Benjamin and Ali, they've uh, they're really strong Freaking proponents. Old heads, man. They're really strong proponents of load management. Ali once said, uh, these NBA players they get paid, you know, for, for eighty two games and they'd better play every single one of these games. So I'm sure Ali and Benjamin are in the in the camp that, you know, stadium staff, you know, eighty two games, you don't work, you don't get paid. Am I am I right, guys? I have always disagreed. So I'm gonna say no. Uh sorry, um, no to that and i'm gonna say the owners should be paying i mean these owners are billionaires and they're profiting so much on the labor of almost minimum wage employees in in, in these stadiums and sports staff so yes 100 percent, they should be paying and and covering for the lost wages of uh these these people in this time of suspension of the season man i don't know what hockey team it is i want to say the senators i could be completely wrong um, but they're actually on the fo- uh, on the point of they're not going to pay anything. Wait, they, they gave a actually? date. They gave a date. I think it was March thirty first. So they said we're going to pay you up until this point. After that, you're on your own. Oh my god, disgusting. Yep. 
if it's not the senators i'm sorry i don't like the senators anyway so if i'm wrong i'm wrong um <laughs> but yeah they, they they actually said that whereas every i mean so far you have a lot of players even zion williamson players, LeBron James, yeah they're doing their thing i mean i don't know if it should be on the players should be on the owners to do that, i think it should be opinion. on the owners but it's a good example it's and, a good example and you know the pushback a lot of pushback to oh why are we paying arena support staff and 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 the 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 concession the people that work the concession stands and ticket sales and, and all that stuff why are we paying them when other jobs when things get shut down they wouldn't get paid and i understand that but i also understand that sports should be setting an example and we should help move society forward. And so just because other industries and other other companies aren't going to be paying their employees for these lost wages and sick days doesn't mean sporting uh, uh, stadiums and, and the owners should follow suit. I think sports should set an example and be a positive role model. So these other companies realize and say, you know what, this isn't on these people living paycheck to paycheck. We should be supporting our, our staff, not just laying them off. I'm completely on like with you on yeah. that. I don't think I have anything else to add with that one. Yeah, they they should be supporting their staff. Uh, this is unforeseen circumstances. It's just not something anybody can prepare for. Yeah, um, you got to pay them. For sure. Happy. All right, let's get into the next question. If you can insert one player in your favorite team for one season, who would you add? Ooh, okay. This is a good question. It's easy for me. Well, 
I don't think adding anyone to the Bulls is going to do uh, anything. <laughs> but let's say uh, I'm going to go with the Raptors. Let's see who who yeah, do you want to add. Just pick of your repertoire of favorite oh teams. Why don't you? God. You want to pick Philly? You want to pick Raptors? Oh Which is more God. convenient for you in this case? Pick I, anyone you I want. I hate you so much. Maybe it's, a, maybe it's the Lakers. I don't know. Would you rather add Kawhi instead of LeBron James, or what do you think? You you want to just to, no, to no, stop? No. Like, okay, are you on. done? I'm done. Go ahead. Go ahead. Okay. If I could add anyone to the Raptors, you know, I'd, I'd add LeBron James. And and here's my re- rationale for adding it. One, because he's the best player in the league, uh, because he raises the, the ceiling of any team that he's on, because there is no such thing as too many good players or too many good ball handlers on, on a team. Like, LeBron being there to create was is going to be amazing. And because LeBron on the Raptors is pretty much a guaranteed ring for the Raptors and another guaranteed ring for LeBron. So why not? I'm, I'm Two birds, one stone. Not Giannis? No. No, he's, uh, he's going to... In that team, though, that has like a lot of shooters and are able to... Like Giannis, I feel like, would fit in that team well. So, But I want LeBron to get a ring more badly than I want Giannis. And why would I add... Uh, Giannis for one season when he's going to sign for four seasons. <laughs> I like the way you think, brother. <laughs> if, um, you know, with the Thunder, because that's my only team. No, you can't relate to that. Uh, so, so you don't even like Toronto? Oh, no, it's not that I don't like no. the Toronto Raptors, no. but my favorite team will always be the Thunder. Shout out, Morose. Hmm? I'd add Giannis. You'd add Giannis to the Thunder? I think that he's at his... Man... I know that, you know. But it's just, remember, it's one season. It's this season, this version. Give me CP3, Giannis, Shea, and Schroeder. Get Steven Adams out of there. I mean, you don't have to get him out of there. He get can- him out of there. <laughs> it's nah, just adding. Cool. There's no replacing. Um, I think that's a deadly lineup. And I think Giannis would fit in really well, especially because of how well we are able to defend. Um... And I think, you know, again, just having shooters around Giannis would, would really help things out. And um, I trust Billy D with with younger talent like that. Okay, but let me ask you this. Is the Thunder with Giannis that much better than this current Bucks team? Like, when I add LeBron to the Raptors... You have... A, you have I'll tell it like this. You have the... Pa- like, you know, arguably the best the best player right now. As of right now, it's there's a debate for saying that Giannis is up there in terms of PER, if you want to bring statistics. We don't need to get into it, but there are people who would say that, that they think that Giannis is the best player in the league right now. Yeah. Whatever. You don't have to agree with it. That's what some people think. Now, you have point guard, Chris Paul. I don't think the Bucks have anything close to Chris Paul. And uh, I think that their coach is a false prophet. Uh, I've always been against. Uh, so you give me a good coach, Budenholzer. Uh, you give me point guard. You give me an athletic, you know, shooting guard in Shea, and Giannis as well. I think it's heaps better than the Bucks because the the Thunder are deep. Um, they're not just their starting lineup. They have Lou Dort as well. Boy, I know you do. <laughs> Every time I say Lou Dort, I was watching a game with my cousin. It was Celtics against uh, the Thunder. And I said, yo, watch out for that boy, Lou Dort. He looked at me just like the way you looked at me just now. And he's like, Lou Dort? Boy, you better stop with that. No, you, I know you were talking about no damn Lou Dort. <laughs> so You're funny. on my case when I talk about Matisse Thibel and Landry Shaman. Hey, watch out for Lou Dort, though. Shout out to Watch out for Lou Dort. 
Um, oh, I think okay. they're heaps better than the Bucks with oh. uh, um, adding Giannis to to the Thunder um, because defensively Giannis is just so good. You can look at advanced statistics as well. PER is at the end of the day, it is a stat to to look at, yeah. and Giannis is number one. Yeah. He's killing it everywhere across the board. Um, I would take him. Okay, okay. That's I I don't disagree. I think that would be a terrible team to face, but you know it'd be interesting. LeBron and the Raptors versus OKC oh, and Giannis. That would be oh, in the finals. Could you imagine? Ooh, that would be such an intense game. <laughs> Bro, that would be some next... It's like two final bosses just going up against... Legit. And, and then you have the little other. minions. Yeah. Like Kyle Lowry, like, you know, squaring up against Chris Paul. Oh my God, the Kyle Lowry push Chris Paul. The two short, thick point guards <laughs> going up against... two thick point guards. <laughs> going head-to-head against one another. You got Fred Van Vliet looking at Lou Dort. <laughs> Stop saying Lou Dort. <laughs> All right. Let's go with uh, the general question. Where were we on that? Um, okay, so Sahar asked, do video games cause bad behavior in children? Okay. Um, it always it always gets me when people, you know, when people say like, oh, playing too many video games is why you've been that way. Um, I think there's like a, like a research study or something in terms of shootings that happen. Yeah. Grand Theft Auto again. It's sell. It's sold everywhere, yeah, around the entire world. You know, Russia, Germany, all these places have it. It's not the video game that causes these things. Yeah, it really isn't. Yeah. It's the way that you're brought up, so your environment. But it's not the video game. It's such a small piece of entertainment that it will not change the way you think. To that extent that you're willing to go out, get an assault rifle, and start shooting things up. Yeah, and that's even, ridiculous. To of me. course, yeah. That that's that's the that's that goes without saying. But I think even outside of like you know heinous crimes like that, I think just like you know think of kids like you know kids that misbehave and stuff like that. Is it that video games are the reason why they misbehave? I think it's like the reason why they often play so many video games is because of bad parenting, right? It's like, you know, parents not being involved in your kids' lives, being too busy, neglecting them. So they play a lot of video games and then they can't connect with their parents or whatever it might be. So it's like bad parenting is why kids have bad behavior, not because of video games. So again, it's it's environment. Yeah. And I don't think video games have a huge part to play in the environment. It's You're right. As you said you know, already, it's the way that you were brought up, your parents, the relationship yeah. that you have with them that really affects it. For sure. So definitely not, um, I don't think it causes bad behavior. That was a question asked by by Sahar. Yeah. Uh, uh, Sahar also asked, dream country to visit and why? I'd like to go to Italy. Yeah? You know why? Probably not right now. Because it's so sick. <laughs> Get out. <laughs> Get out of my house right now. It'd be so sick. What? Get out of my house okay, right if now. If a stand-up comedian said that joke, everybody would be laughing and you know it. No, they if wouldn't. If Dave Chappelle said that joke, everybody would be lying. That would be the worst joke Dave Chappelle has ever told us. Okay, what's well, not Dave Chappelle? <laughs> Shut up, all right? Shut up. You don't get to make jokes like that that make fun of my English, all right? Dream country. Uh, um, dream country. Let me see. I'd like to go to Australia, mate. Ghetto. (laughs) (laughs) 
for those of you listening on the pod, well, literally everyone other than men and I, when I say get out, I always point to my front yeah. door. I was like, get, get, that the, also get look. the hell out. Yeah, you look every time too. It's like, oh, I'm going over there? Okay. No, but seriously, Australia would be so cool. I uh, Dream country is so hard for me to say. I don't know if it'd be my dream, but it'd be a place I'd like to go and check out. Yeah. Um, I think in terms of, you know, like there's a city aspect to it and there's also the kangaroos you can just dap up. You know, uh, I'm like, pretty sure they can kill you. But. No, they're so strong. Yeah, they're, they're so dangerous. They're they can gut so you, dangerous. They literally yeah. put you in a chokehold. They yeah. choke you to death. They're, they're, their nails or claws or whatever, they're so sharp, they could like rip your stomach open. Yeah. Like, so now I'm thinking I don't want to dap them Yeah, up. why the hell would you try dapping them? I, I don't know. I watched Kangaroo Jack and I thought that <laughs> that's how they are. All right, dream country for me, honestly, actually would be Italy. Um, it's so nor- Northern Italy. Um you see, the, look at the, it, Italy the Dolomite mountains. I've never been, but they they seem like the most beautiful place on earth, and I'd love to go. So mm. one day I will, when it's less sick. I'm surprised you didn't say something like, "I'm gonna go to, I want to go to Germany." Why would I say Germany? You just see like someone that could say something so stupid like that. Why would I? Well, I want to go to Germany because Germany has sausage, and Germany and German. That's get something, out. That's something just, you would say. Just get out. That's something you would say. All right. Uh, Sahar also asked. You shot us, Sahar. Shot us, Sahar. All right. Uh, dream sponsorship for the session. Calvin Klein underwear, baby. No, seriously, though. That's a good question. Dream sponsorship would absolutely be the NBA. Are you kidding me? Imagine the NBA sponsoring us. Oh, How man. insane would that be? They'd be sponsoring the things that we talk about generally, not just about basketball, but the fact that we talk about cooking and we talk about skateboarding and we talk about music and we talk about the weekend and we talk about Italy, all these different things. They'd be supporting something like that. Imagine, Omar, just close your eyes for a second and imagine you didn't close your eyes, but whatever. (laughs) The NBA logo at the bottom right corner of the session. How cool would that be? Mm. Oh, that'd be amazing. Dream. You know, I've, I've talked quite a lot of shit about Adam Silver, so I don't think we're going <laughs> to get that sponsorship, <laughs> if I'm being honest. Sorry, Adam. But let me think. Dream sponsorship for me would probably be... Bianca's Pizza. Oh, man, this is a tough one. Man, I, w- I would be... I would love a sponsorship from... A travel company or something like that. I think that'd be crazy. Just having the ability to be sponsored so that we can go elsewhere and maybe interview other people. Yeah, yeah. A travel, like if a company was willing to like, you know, pick up the tab so we can do like these kinds of pods all over the place and like we can interview players and things like that. That'd be pretty crazy. Like if we got sponsored by Osmos and we go in those commercials with, uh, What's his name? Fred Van Vliet, and I think it's Norman Powell. Norman Powell? On, That'd on be the other sick. Oh, we'd get so much free Osmos, too. sponsor us. Yeah, yeah, sorry, Osmos, unless you do want to sponsor us, but, <laughs> but Lizzie's like, hit us up. All right. Another question to ask on the general is... Uh, number 10, yeah. by Sahar. If you can only listen to one song in your life, what would it be? Mm, okay, I'll go first. No, I'm not going to say How to Save a Life by oh, the Free. Yeah, I was going to say. I was looking at you. Uh, I was I, bracing myself. Yeah, I'd probably say Lost Boy, Jaden uh, Jaden Smith. Boy, you better stop. The the only song in your life would be a Jaden Smith song? Karate dude, Kid? Dude, it's a really good song. Dude, and you said that so quickly. Why were you so quick to say Jaden Smith, you freak? Bro, what do you mean? Like, What's wrong with you? 
<laughs> what do you mean? Of all the artists, of, there's go, so many going in on me. I have to. What's we have Jay Z, we have Eminem, we have Kanye West, Man, we have Queen, we have Led Zeppelin. Frank what are you going to be? What are you going to be bumping? Lose yourself for the rest of your life? Well, I mean, shit, small <laughs> spaghetti. <laughs> Like nah, man. It, I feel like it's a it's a good song. It, it, it why it is it just because it's a good song? Okay, here it's a long song. So <laughs> most bang for your <laughs> buck. <laughs> I mean, I was gonna go three hundred bars, but <laughs> you know, get the most variety. Of. So it's a long song. I'm getting a lot of bang for my buck. And then two, I feel like I'm a pretty melancholy guy. So it's a it's a it's a fitting song. I like listening to it when I'm like you know sad or upset or. Going through something, so it's like it. It'll give me the most. But what use. about when you're happy and you just want to be a happy guy? Well, then I just won't listen to it. But <laughs> you're just gonna listen to nothing. Yeah. Don't you want something that captures everything? Okay. What would your song be? Bohemian Rhapsody by Queen. Man. You know how much fun it is to sing that. It's an old. I don't really. It's an old kind of. What do you mean? Uh, you know, there are the parts where you get super. There's like the victorious feeling in it, and then they have the Galileo, 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 Figaro, Magnifico. Get out, dude. <laughs> There are so many just genres in that one song, and it's long. I'm getting the most bang for my buck. And, and on top of that, it's a good song. Not no damn Jaden Smith. Shout out Freddie Mercury one time. Sorry to all the listeners having to go through that. Omar, you are so wrong for that one. Man, I'd still go Lost Boy. <laughs> <laughs> all right, and let's go. Let's go to a ball question now. All right. All right, let's say... Ali asked, is Rudy Gobert the ultimate villain or hero? Hero. Why is he a hero? He, it had to happen to somebody. It had to happen to somebody. And I think that by suspending the season, by his his actions, of course, as stupid as he was, and he, and he owned up to it, um, it, the coronavirus was, was spreading at such a fast rate, it couldn't be contained. It had to happen to somebody, and it happened quickly. They suspended the season. I think Rudy Gobert's case is why more people started taking it more seriously. Like, oh my God, it can happen to an NBA player. I should chill out. I should be staying at home a lot more. I should be social distancing. So I think he's the ultimate hero. So in some ways, I agree because you have franchises like the Knicks out there that are like, we're not going <laughs> to stop letting fans into MSG <laughs> until we get a federal directive to do so from the Ridiculous. authorities. James so Rudy Gobert's case did prevent, I guess, a lot the infection from spreading to a lot of other people. But come on, that boy was out there being careless in the locker room with his hands and touching players and things like that. Like... Donovan Mitchell got infected because yeah. of him. Like, it's but people like, for example, like Sophie Trudeau. Yeah, she got it. I don't think she was careless in the way that she got it. She just got it. It happens to a lot. Yeah, of you can people. you can just get it, but blatantly disregarding. <laughs> yeah, okay, Gobert the, was pretty. Yeah. <laughs> this man purposely being extra, touching all these things, touching the microphones, uh, being careless in the locker room, according to a report with Woj, like. The reason these we have these rules is to stop the spread of it. Getting it is one thing, but being dumb about the rules when you're not even sure if you have it or not. He's like, oh, no, I probably don't have it. And then he goes around while sick, touching all these people and stuff like yeah. that. It's like, come on. He was being he's, very he's, he's a grown man. Here's here's my thing. This is not an 18-year-old, 19-year-old kid. This is a grown man. And then it's like, yeah, I have sympathy. I feel bad and all that stuff. But come on. There's a reason why really smart people, people smarter than me, have told us to do these things, and I'm going to listen to them when they say it. Next question. Why is Morose so good at 21? He isn't. Next question. <laughs> you know what? Okay. Shout out, <laughs> shout out, Morose. I, 
He's Kong. never lost a game of 21. Because we I never think. finished a game of 21. We finished a few games, but but we've also not finished quite a few. But he's never lost a game of 21. So, man. Okay. All I'm going to say is there was one time where Moroz could have lost. And I'm going to tell the story. So, Moroz had tw- uh, 20. And uh, he was he had the he had the ball. So we never really play defense in 21 unless the person starts getting close to 21. Then we start bodying them. man. so Cappy is the best defender in our group. So shout out to Cappy who's on the podcast. Cappy is defending Morose and he's the best lockdown defender. We have Morose is driving to the hoop. Cappy's right on him. Morose isn't going to score. Ben starts playing defense on Cappy. <laughs> this man starts defending the defender. And and Cappy's so I thought that was so funny at the time. The the man is so discombobulated. He's <laughs> in shock. He's like, "Wait, why are you defending me? Morose is about to win the game." And Ben defends Cappy and Morose gets an open layup and scores. <laughs> so 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 that's why Morose is so good at 21 cuz he has sleeper agents like Ben. <laughs> Behind enemy lines, helping him win. <laughs> Shout out, Morose. We're going to get you on the pod soon. This is an interesting question. Yeah, right. Um, what are your thoughts on how the NBA should salvage the rest of the season? So minimum, it's going to be 30 days for a suspension. But do you think the NBA should go straight into the playoffs? You know, continue to play 82 games and just delay everything else? Or do you have any other um, kind of, you know, ways to go about it? And this was asked by Ali Encheros. All right. So... I don't know if you saw, but just before this, some guidance came down from the U.S.'s uh, Center of Disease Control, and they are recommending no gatherings larger than 50 people for at least eight weeks. And Woj kind of uh, sent gave the context of if that's what the CDC is saying, we're probably looking at no NBA for at least two months, right? If the if the league chooses to heed the guidance from the CDC, which it probably will do. So now that we have that information, two months is a long time. Two months takes us into mid uh, mid April, mid May, right? And and that's so we're pretty much looking at June, maybe the the NBA season returning. I'm kind of in the camp of play out the games. Like I know it's going to be a logistical nightmare, and you're probably going to have to condense it by doing a lot of back-to-backs and things like that. And there's going to be players resting because there's going to be a lot of back-to-backs. But I say play it out. Like, let's let's see what happens because it has ramifications on things like playoff placement, lottery placement, things like that, right? There are teams fighting for playoff spots and it'd kind of be unfair if we called it right now and said, this is it. Like, think of the Portland Trailblazers. Nurkic is about to come back. It's like not really fair for them to not get a chance to ride it out, right? But then it also introduces some interesting wrinkles. If they choose to play out the entire season, the rest of the regular season, and then the playoffs, is Kevin Durant going to come back this year? Is Kyrie Irving going to come back this year? Clay Thompson going to come back? Like, I don't know. It gets kind of interesting. It does. Um, definitely on the fence of, uh, or on the side of playing 82 games. Yeah. I think that, you know, we don't want to go straight into the playoffs because why do we watch playoff basketball in the first place? The competitiveness of it. Everybody has a different mindset. They're at the most polished. You've been playing together with your team for, what is it, like eight months or so? I don't don't know exactly how many months it is, but you're playing with your team for a good amount of time and you want to be at your peak, you know, 
chemistry-wise, athletically, all of that. Going straight into the playoffs limits that. So I have nothing else to add besides the fact that I want to see competitive basketball. And if that means delaying things for a little bit, absolutely. I know it'll be a nightmare. It'll be tough. Make it work, though. I think that's the best way to handle it. Yeah. I mean, we're... Uh, NBA is lucky that we're not the ones making the decisions, but that's our opinion. Yeah. As fans of the game, that's what we want to see. All right. Ali also asked, when will the podcast die? All exclamation marks. <laughs> um, well, Ali. you know, I got bad news for you, man. That petition ain't going to work. That this, petition ain't working, baby. This, this podcast is not dying. We're going to keep this going for a long time. A long time. <laughs> All right, and, uh, Ben. Uh, there's a special, a special uh, question that came in for for you from uh, Damon. He asked, uh, "Why are you such a sala?" You gonna answer the question? We, we ranged from talking about the seriousness of coronavirus, talking about staying safe. You know, you know, yeah. pretty serious stuff. Dream country, yeah. and now we've come to the point in this episode now where. Damon Brar of all people is asking me why I'm such a Sala. What do you have an answer? I for will. Damon? I will answer that. Um, I will stop being a Sala when he stop. <laughs> he stops being <laughs> an active. Okay, so this is what Damon Damon does. Okay, he goes to random people. I don't know why he does this. By the way, I have no idea why he does this. Okay, but sometimes he'll go around the St. Lawrence Market. He'll wear a dashiki, and he'll look at someone and say. He'll pat his chest like this, and you go, peace, my brother. I don't know why he does that. Wait, actually? Yeah, he does that. He, go, he looks around at people, he's like, peace, my brother. Like he's a Black Panther. <laughs> no idea why he does that, especially wearing a dashiki. So the moment he stops doing that is the moment I'll stop being a Sala. And that's why I'll answer that. I mean, he asked you why. Now, when are you going to stop? Oh. But okay, sure. <laughs> And completely misinterpreted the question, but okay. All right, we have a we have a great question from our boy Harmeet, who we're also going to get on the pod. Oh, Harmeet! So he said, and I quote, <laughs> yeah. and I'm quoting, quote this baby. word for word. I need to know what you are top ten movies are, and what about them makes them a top ten picking for you. <laughs> Harvey, what's wrong with you? What? You are top 10 movies you are. <laughs> you have to say that in an accent. There's no way you can say that in a regular in a regular oh, way. Man. And, and what about them making them the topping 10 picking for you? <laughs> Army boy, we ain't giving no damn 10 movies. We ain't no damn 10. I'll give you three. Goodfellas, <laughs> Spider-Man 2, and Toy Story 2. Ooh, uh, I'd probably go... Uh, oh, I'll take away Toy Story 2 and a lot of Harry Potter and the Chamber of Secrets. Damn, classic. Classic. Uh, I'd go Dark Knight, Interstellar, Goodfellas, I think. Or maybe swap Goodfellas with American Gangster, depending on how oh, I'm you feeling. you love American Gangster. I love American Gangster. Yeah, yeah. for me, 10 movies, I, I don't even... I can't even count to 10. Harmi, you want to talk movies? Come on the pod. How's yeah. that, huh? We'll talk more movies We'll, we'll bring him. We'll bring yeah. him in an episode. Our, we'll our, and for context, our boy Harmeet is a filmmaker. So he really... He's one of those guys who's going to watch a movie and just tweet something like... Because he's literally <laughs> tweeted this multiple times. Walked out of the theater with a smile on my face. <laughs> Three days after watching the movie. Can't stop thinking about blank movie. Still smiling. Like he appreciates, bless his soul. He appreciates like these intricate 
things about the art of cinema. I hate like watching that. movies with people like that because I'm very low IQ. Yes, I see you explosions, are. and I'm like, yes, that's great. Transformers, Transformers. Like Michael Bay is the best director of all time. But with with Armin, I'm like, people like that. I'm like, oh, but like the colors. Like, did you see how the green turned red? No, I didn't see the green. I didn't, I didn't. I didn't see the green turn red. <laughs> I'm going to cut you off right there. I, I ain't see it. I don't know what you're talking about. I might be red, green, colorblind. That might be why, but... Uh, let's right. go to NBA. All right, let's do it. Would you rather be a Sixers fan or have Corona? <laughs> Set by Ali. Uh, well. Okay, but seriously, the Philly... <laughs> you, you've you agreed with this. Philly's in a pretty bad spot. Well, I mean... Oh, you have a 97... <laughs> Chance of 97% rate, you know what I'm saying? Phil, Philly has a chance of winning the finals, maybe like a 3% chance of winning. <laughs> and the coronavirus, 97% chance of winning. Uh, well, you know, the memes will always continue. Not to make light of what's happening yeah. with the coronavirus. You know, of course, please heed all our advice. But the memes never stop, so... Twitter you know, is, yeah. is my safe haven right now. You know I what? I love going through those memes. I, I think I would say I'd rather be a Sixers fan because for some reason, self-harm just... I I the idea of being a Sixers fan, it, I'm attracted to the pain, I guess you could say. I was going to say. It's, there's, it's brought me nothing but pain, but I can't stop. So It's I'm permanent. Gonna, it's, it's constant pain. I, I said this in the, in, the ball, in, in the ball group chat. Becoming a Sixers fan is the worst decision I ever made in my oh life. Oh, God. But like, I'm stuck. So I'm Well, are you? Continue. You can just keep going around like a little Man. gypsy. Like a little gypsy that you are. Man, if you don't. <laughs> Next question. All right. Um, well, this is easy. Who is funnier, Ben or Omar? Um, asked by Jefferson. It's obviously me, and uh, there is no no arguing that, no debating. I think I think I'm funnier. You're not funnier. I think I'm funnier because I have like a drier humor and like it's sarcastic. So like I can just do things like what, and you just that start is funny laughing. though. I, you're definitely a great unintentional funny. Are you making you don't fun of mean me? to be funny, but you just are. Yeah. No, I'm you're, you're a funny guy, man. You're a funny guy. But tell me a joke. Let's hear it. No. Let's see. There you go. He did it. He did it. The applause everywhere. Applause everywhere. <laughs> All right. Silly guy. All right. Jefferson also asked, who is the best ball player who went to MSS? This is also very easy. At five foot six, it's clearly Benyasin Siddiqui, who was moi. Benyasin, you couldn't make a layup till two years ago. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just going to put that out there. You legitimately could not make a layup. Oh, Until like two years ago. Uh, do you actually want to do MSS? Yeah, well, let's say well. our, let's say our year because I don't know anyone else. So our year, uh, who, who is the blah, blah, best, blah, blah. best at ball? Well, I mean, who was actually on the ball team? That's probably a good way to good place to start. I was gonna say Soheb. Soheb was really he was good. really yeah. good at ball. Like he just it's so effortless the way he gets layups in and all that. Like he just he just stays up in the air for so long. It pisses me off. Yeah. The only way to play defense against him is when I punch him in the face. And you did quite a bit of that when I you played did. That's the way I played. Defense. Yeah, you know, I'd probably say Soeb as well. Yeah. I mean, we played with him recently, uh, just this past year. Um, <laughs> yeah, And recently. it was, well, I mean, we haven't played ball much <laughs> since then, but yeah, I it was a pain to guard him, to say the least. He can shoot. He can drive. He has a spin move. He has it all. I, uh, it's all that's shoot everything. drive spin move he has it all guys <laughs> pack it in boys he's yeah, going to the big leagues he's going to the big leagues the spin <laughs> moves were really sold me he has it all um, i would actually say all so. Right. and then last question from jefferson how are y'all doing with the heart with with the uh, less than three heart 
I'll Love say you. this, Jefferson. I have never felt so like I had so many outlets um, the way that I do now with podcasting, with uh, with writing, with whatever, you know, the things that I've been I've, I'm, I'm doing a lot better now because I'm doing more things. Yeah. You know, I'm not just talking about doing them. I'm actually doing them. And since then, I've definitely felt a lot better about myself in terms of my self-confidence and also just having fun, just doing things I never thought I'd do before. Yeah. Um, so I'm definitely in a much, much better place now. Yeah. So thank you for asking. Thank you, Jefferson. For asking, Jefferson. Let's get some coffee, man. I love you. Do it. I really appreciate you asking. I think I'm doing great too. I think there's a lot of weird stuff going on in the world. It's in a bit of a uh, a weird place. A lot of fears and things going on. But and uh, and I'm gonna do my part to make sure everyone's you know safe and happy and stuff. But I'm really happy, man. I'm, I'm I have a great life right now. I'm really blessed for all the people and things in my life and I'm doing great. Plus Thank a you new J electronic Justin. album is out. I've been waiting so long for it. So I am doing amazing. There Everybody listen to that album. It's great. Maybe we'll review it. All right. And we have a question from Wasi. How much do you guys love Wasi? We don't. You know what this reminds me of? It reminds me of those, um, do you remember like Ask FM? Ask FM. Yeah. Oh my God. It'd be like these anonymous, like who oh, do you have a crush on? Who do you have a crush on? Is it so-and-so? Like, Wasi, dude, it's not 2012. (laughs) But to answer your question, I love you lots. XOXO. (laughs) You're great. Love you, Wasi. You're my brother. All right. Let's do a ball question. Uh, This one's from Robin. (laughs) With Ben Simmons' career being over. Matt said over. And Embiid going to Miami. Which is a done deal. What is the future of Philly? Robin, I hate you so much. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my god. Go ahead. Ben Simmons' career is not over. Embiid <laughs> is not going to Miami. And the future of Philly, despite everything, how it looks this season and how painful it is, it's bright. A lot of teams would be so happy to be in the position that Philly's in right now. Not with that front office. Well, if they could be the front office is what I mean. But, man, shut up. They have two generational superstars. I'm just drinking my water, man. I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah, but shut up. All right. They have two generational superstars, and they're going to be okay. I don't know if they're ever going to win a championship. But oh, the future God. looks bright. And Ben Simmons' career is not over, so shut the hell up, Robin. So considering all of that, um, Robin, to answer your question, yes, Ben Simmons' career is over. Oh, my God. Um, and you know what? I, I, you know, it's... The NBA's biggest what ifs, you know, like what if this bust just happened to become a borderline all star if you worked hard and he developed that shot, you know. And I know he can't work with Joel oh now. We don't. We're not gonna god. do. This. We're not gonna do. This oh my anymore. god, we're not gonna we're do. We're not gonna do. This we're not gonna do. I'm done with it. I'm oh done my god, because you saw it. Even Talal snapped in the yeah. in the in the ball chat. Yeah, but Talal doesn't know anything about basketball. Man, shout so. out Talal. Like I really want him to come. He's though. the one person that that understands my ball takes. All right, you know what? Let's uh, let's do this next general question. Sure. Okay. Um, question number. Well, it's actually from Shahid. Uh, thoughts on League of Lego or League of Legends? All right. So my thoughts, <clears throat> my thoughts on League of Legends. Uh, it is a game that I used to play a lot, a lot. Well, we all used to play a lot, a lot. Yeah, too much. Like pretty much from grade eleven till. I took a break for about a year, but like pretty much grade 11 to like third year. Yeah. Pretty much we'd play consistently 
made a lot in university. I was responsible for a whole semester of really terrible grades. But, you know, I had a lot of fun. And then we took a break. Well, I took a break for like three years, maybe. And then I recently started up again because uh, a few of uh, the OG gang were still playing. And I play like, you know, a few games on the weekends now. And it's fun. Like, I have no, I have nothing against it. I'll never play it unless I'm with them. Similar to playing COD alone gets boring. So when the boys are on, you you play. Or doing anything alone eventually gets boring. So, oh, I'll isn't that play. the truth, brother? <laughs> <laughs> and then, so I think as long as. The boys are on, like Shahid, one of the boys. I think I'm always down to play. I'm I'm, I'm happy to know that I've been replaced by um the younger Mod brother. Yeah, you you really um, have. I mean, I mean, Shahid. there's always there's always room for you, bro. Like, I know you ain't doing nothing else. But like, <laughs> no. Um. So my thoughts on League of Legends is um definitely responsible for one of the you know like most fun memories. That I've had with the guys, you, yeah. you know, like the Skype calls, everything about it. I think we talked about League of Lego before, but uh, definitely, you know, I share like a lot of my fond memories with League of Legends. On the flip side, it's definitely responsible for a lot, a lot, a lot of poor life decisions and choices. <laughs> um, I definitely feel like I could have done a lot more in that time. But regardless of what you do, you're always going to say that I find. You know what I mean? Yeah. Actually, now that I think about it, absolutely not. If I spent that time working out, oh, I would not have been so single for so long in my life. But we had so much fun, man. Yeah, we did. We, would, we, did. we did. We would play that game. Like, we were all supposed to work, and then Ben would just give me a look. <laughs> He'd just, like, stop in my doorway <laughs> and just look at me, and I'd just close my textbook flip it closed right there, toss it on the side yeah. and log on. And we'd play till like 3, 4 a.m., go to sleep, skip all our classes, wake up the next day, 2 p.m., just start playing again. I skipped my 2.30 classes and that was my <laughs> first class of the day. So I still woke up around like 12 o'clock. We're like, yo, classes in like two and a half, two and a half hours. And now, uh, yo, Omar, knock, knock. He just knocks <laughs> on my wall and I'm like, all right, man, roll out of bed, start playing again. Some of the best memories. Definitely some of the best memories. All right. Next question is from Ben Yamit. Who would win in a 1v1 pickup ball session between you or me? So, Ben Yasin versus Omar. I think we'd have a solid game. You know, it'll be like the 38th minute. And um, score will be like 2-2. Two, two. No, I was going to say it was going to be 0-0. Zero, zero. <laughs> and then probably by the 35th minute, we're like, yo, the first person who gets a bucket will win the game. Right? <laughs> we start off with 21. The first person who gets one point will win the game. I think that we're both just going to be passed on defense. Yep. And uh, we'd be super annoying. I know I can for sure annoy you by doing you some would, illegal, you would illegal things. So, much. so I would never get a layup. I would win only because I'm a marginally better shooter than Ben. And I would, and I just chuck it up, and eventually, eventually one of those would go in. go in. One of those would go in, and yeah. that's it. Because I would never be able to drive on you. Your illegal defense is so illegal. It's so illegal. <laughs> you know, when I would play with Sohib, I would literally sometimes push him with all my force. <laughs> like if there's a fire hydrant there, shout out Robin. <laughs> shout His out head Robin. would crack. 
Oh, uh, you know, maybe that's why Robin went flying. Uh, we were blaming Brinder this entire time. Uh, <laughs> Brinder kills you. Okay, what, what, so, so, so before we started recording, Ben showed up at my front door and he, and he Snapchats me. He sends a video of me. Oh my God, I love Brinder. He sent that snap to Brinder. What did Brinder say? Yeah, so, you know, I was just like singing on my, on my Snapchat. After, what was I singing again? Oh, it's been a long time. So I was singing that song, See You Again by uh, Wiz Khalifa and whatever. <laughs> whoever the other guy is <laughs> i'm singing it and then i um i show omar as well now he has his man bun in classic omar attire he has a amazon t-shirt on and he has his man bun so i send it over to you know like all of my friends all two of them uh brinda responds and he says yo this man omar has a man bun and an amazon t-shirt he's a confirmed psychopath there's <laughs> 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 just something about that word psychopath Killed me. I thought it was so funny. <laughs> and, and then what did that? And then, and then uh, I sent it to Lucha's Admiral. I keep <laughs> sent over to Admiral, and uh, he responds back saying, "Amazon T-shirt." I rate it. I'm like, okay, there, okay. buddy. One thing I gotta clarify: people always think this. I didn't buy Amazon <laughs> branded T-shirts. Like, like I didn't go on Amazon and search like, let me get an Amazon branded T-shirt. My dad works at Amazon, so I get like corporate clothing and stuff like that through their employee store. So I didn't go out and buy this stuff. Let's get the record straight. All right, and a similar question from Benjamin. Is who would win in a one v one v one in COD? Oh, buddy, Benyasin or Omar? You can say what you want about the marginally, sh- uh, you know, like being better shooter in basketball, shooter in COD. Boy, you know I got it, man. This is the most frustrating thing ever because Ben stopped buying COD like years ago. Like he, there was a maybe you bought like one here there, but there was a long period where you just stopped buying Call of Duty games, and I would buy the game every year. <laughs> And I'd play it so much. And then guys would come over. We'd be doing split screen. And here's a Call of Duty game that Ben has never played before. He doesn't know any of the guns. He doesn't know anything. I always make my class, you know, get all the attachments I want. Ben always uses the default classes. He doesn't need anything set up for him. Like, he just uses whatever the default infantry classes or whatever. Infantry. (laughs) Or, like, rifleman. Buccaneer. (laughs) Sniper. (laughs) Assault. Whatever the default class names are, this man dominates every single time. It's so frustrating. He doesn't know what any of the kill streaks are, what any of the equipment, anything is, and he always does so well. It pisses me off. He he hasn't played COD in two years. He'll pick up the controller and just wreck me every time. L one R one baby, L one R one. That's all I need. You uh, can put me class Buccaneer, a Buckaroo. I'm gonna <laughs> buck or two. Well, that didn't make sense. That li- that didn't make sense. <laughs> oh man. Okay, so okay. I think this is our last question, actually. All uh, right. To end the mailbag. Um, well, why does the media have an agenda to hand LeBron another MVP this year? And this is so true, and it pisses me off because it reminds me <sighs> of last year's race. Okay, let me let me tell you this. When Paul George. Had his, you know, crazy, you know, he had like a MVP case because only in the month of January, he went off. He was averaging like maybe 30 something points per game. He was killing it. He had that game winner over Rudy Gobert. Um, he, you know, and it was a game winner. It was like over uh, OT and Paul George won the Thunder that game. That's what a game winner is. Shut up, Omar. And then 
out. Everybody's just like, oh, PG. Well, how about PG? I know James Harden is number one in freaking everything, but how about PG? Don't worry about PG. What are you guys talking about? What is this recency bias? Just because LeBron James has a good weekend doesn't mean he has a case for MVP when Giannis is literally leading in everything. PER Giannis is number one in. Points? Well, actually, no, I think Harden has that. But as an all-around player, and on top of that, the Bucks are number one seed. His okay. team is successful. LeBron's weekend doesn't make up for Giannis' season. And that's why, Gian, you know, the, um, the narratives can do anything they want. But Giannis is the MVP. So, by that logic, Giannis shouldn't have won MVP last season because James Harden had a much better season. James Harden had the greatest offensive season since Michael Jordan. But I think, and I, I know what you're going to say right after I say this, but maybe you'll just forget. <laughs> The team success also matters. Mm. <laughs> what have I done? Mm. The team success, eh? <laughs> well, when it's historical seasons, it's different. Reminds me, <laughs> reminds me of a certain athletic point guard. When it's historical seasons, it's different. That right? won MVP as what, the fifth or sixth seed of that year? Sixth seed. The sixth seed. Averaging a triple-double. With game winner after game winner after only to do it two seasons only to do it two seasons uh, later that that the, says so much about Westbrook yeah. so much shouldn't have won that MVP should have been Harden Harden should have three MVPs right now Harden should barely have one he should get a chip of one MVP trophy <laughs> wait but your logic just said that Harden should have won last year so um I think that team success also matters when you have everything put together in all honesty I kind of doubted this Bucks team. Not because of Giannis, but because of his surrounding pieces. I thought they lost a lot. I think I said this in earlier episodes. I really thought that the Bucs would, wouldn't be as good as they are right now. He's resting in like 25 minutes. Giannis is playing literally 25 minutes a game. And they're killing the regular season. Giannis has a huge, a huge hand in that. Um, I think that's why he would be MVP. I don't know, man. A lot of season left to play. I think LeBron's been great. I think he's turned it up a notch, definitely. I think Giannis is the definite front runner. There's a lot of basketball left to play. I mean, we'll we'll see where the season goes, but I'm fine with the media handing LeBron another MVP Such because LeBron bias. has been LeBron has been the victim of recency bias for his entire career. LeBron should have a decade of MVP trophies, but the recency bias has given MVPs to so many other players that did not deserve it over LeBron. LeBron, even LeBron haters know he has been the best player in the league for a decade straight, and. Does that why why doesn't he have 10 MVPs then? Right? So he's been the victim. Let him benefit off of it too. Like he's been on the flip side. Let him now in his old age as he's nearing retirement. Let him add another accolade to at it. Why year not? 17, I I want to say this super clear. What LeBron is doing at this age and at this level, I never thought I would ever see. Huge shout out to LeBron James for being able to do that, to play at this at, at this rate. Um, I think his athleticism. And just the way he is as an athlete is unfathomable. He's insane. He's incredible. Yeah. On that end, in terms of his health. Yeah. But I also think that just because it's year 17, Braun, he obviously isn't 12, 13 heat LeBron anymore. And I think realistically, 2020 LeBron versus 2020 Giannis, I think Giannis takes it. Mm. I don't know, man. My, my whole thing is, 
And first of all, shout out to Isam for the question. Definitely trying to get under my skin like Robin was, like Ali was, like all these people are. So shout out Isam. Yeah, he's been on the pod. Go back and listen to Hate, Hate to, to See, see it. it. Shout out Isam. Yeah, shout out Isam. So I say, why are we beating around the bush? Why are we acting like media and narrative and all these things don't matter when they've always mattered? Every single season, this stuff has mattered. This uh, the stuff around to talk about. And and let me get one thing straight. When I when we're talking about the media narrative about LeBron, we're talking about what he's doing on the court. We're not talking about ESPN and the, uh, and the jump pushing a story about you know LeBron having to cope with the passing of Kobe Bryant, which is why he deserves MVP. LeBron being a good presence in the locker room, which is why he deserves MVP. No, we're not talking about like BS storylines that ESPN's making just to get their ratings up. We're talking about actual performance on the court and value to the team and and so on and so on. So. I say, why not? Why are we denying that the media and narratives and all these things in good storylines and Cinderella stories and blah, blah, blah. Why are we denying these things? They've always made it. They've always. Because he's writing the coattails of Anthony Davis. Who's Anthony <sighs> Davis's equivalent in the Bucks? The Bucks overall are a much better team. Yes, one and two on the Lakers are better than one and two on the Bucks, but one and through five on the Lakers is much worse than one through five on the Bucks. One through ten on the Lakers is much worse than one through ten on the Bucks. Like you can't always compare just it's not just two players on the court, right? It's there's more than that. So I say, you know, LeBron, let him let him get the success. Let the let there be more fun. Let there be more entertainment in this. And if LeBron doesn't win MVP, you know what? It's fine. Like, I'm not going to be hurt about it. I think, like I said, Giannis is the front runner and I'm fine with that. But a lot of the arguments that people are using to prop Giannis up and to say, oh, it's a definite case. Look at this stat. Well, LeBron's done that his entire career. Look at the on-off numbers. We've been saying that his entire career. And what did you say? Well, it's LeBron's fault the team's so bad. We're not going to give LeBron MVP because he asked for this player to be traded. He he made the team. He deserves it. All of the same defenses that are being used for Giannis were used, were not allowed for LeBron. So all I'm saying is keep it consistent. Yeah. Keep it consistent. Giannis shouldn't... If Giannis was LeBron and had to deal with the stuff that LeBron had to deal with throughout his career, Giannis would never win MVP this year. That's all I'm going to say. Yeah, you kind of wish that you saw that best player of the decade last year when the Lakers didn't make the playoffs. You really do. Remember, what did LeBron say again when he mentioned the whole he had to engage playoff mode early thing? Sir, he was injured. The Bucks are a garbage team with Giannis is injured too. That's just it. This is the logic. This is the logic. This is the hypocritical logic that LeBron haters will always use. And they use... They, they always use these defenses for other players, but they never keep that same energy for LeBron. When LeBron is out, his teams are garbage without him, but no one ever cares about that because when Giannis is out, know, the defense Do you know the Lakers' record when LeBron was playing? Last All year? All 50 games, yeah. Yeah, they were amazing. They, when LeBron no, no, played, no, no, they no. were like a second seed last no, year. No, they weren't. In terms of wins and losses? What was the record? 26 and 25. When LeBron played last year? Check the facts. They were like the second or third seed before LeBron got injured. That's true. But when he came back and he engaged playoff mode early? He was injured. He sat out because he was injured. No, but when he said he wanted to engage playoff mode, then immediately lost. So so that's just it. That's just it. Like, look, 
you're taking a narrative. You're taking a media storyline narrative. No, it's not a media storyline. It's what LeBron said. Yeah, you're taking what someone does outside of the court when someone says in an Instagram post. You're taking the this story, this fairy tale story of of a player, and you're using that to concoct what is and isn't good basketball. What what happens? You're changing what happens on the court with what happens on Instagram. You're you're allowing yourself and your basketball but opinions. The fact twenty six and twenty five. That's a fact. But you're used... But Wins and losses. On-off numbers. People keep talking about Giannis's on-off numbers. What were LeBron's on-off numbers? Huh? Like, you keep using these other factors, but you're so hypocritical, and you and all other LeBron haters, you disrespect this man over his 17-year career. He has to put go through so much BS, and you don't keep any of that same energy for Giannis. You use any possible weapon you can against LeBron James, but you defend Giannis and you defend all these other players. Like, that's what I'm saying. If we're talking basketball, let's talk basketball. If Let's talk just basketball. But don't act like we've always been talking basketball. Don't act like MVP is a sacred award that's untainted by outside influences. We've always used that. And that's the reason why LeBron doesn't have 10 MVPs right now. LeBron doesn't have 10 MVPs because he doesn't deserve 10 MVPs. Like, for example, Derrick Rose definitely deserved it. Okay. Great player. Yeah, so we're just going to say Russell Westbrook is a garbage player and didn't deserve that MVP. He was goddamn sixth seed. If you're the most valuable player, how are you going to be sixth seed? Giannis Antetokounmpo didn't deserve MVP last year. James Harden did. He had the greatest season. Look at the numbers. Look at the PER. Look at all that stuff. James Harden deserved three MVPs in a row. If we're going off of it's just arguable. basketball, it's if, we're, arguable. if we're going off of just basketball, right? So why are we acting like narrative doesn't matter? Narrative matters because everyone got tired of James Harden doing his one thing and dominating the league. And people had fatigue and they're like, yeah, I don't like how James Harden plays. You know, he's 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 abusing the system. You know, he's scoring 40 points a game, but still. So I'm just going to give it to this other guy because he's fun. He dunks. Dunks are cool. Like, of course, all this stuff matters. Giannis has an MVP because narrative matters. Okay, I think you're really, really downplaying Giannis's achievements and efforts. I'm not downplaying. Not, it. I'm wait, just saying, hold on. I'm saying hold keep on. The just same one energy. second. Just one second. You can't just say Giannis is somebody who just dunks, and that's why it's it's narrative. Giannis was incredible last year, as he is incredible this year. You don't just get 38 and 13 just by dunking over people because you're seven feet tall. Harden, oh, admittedly, yeah, definitely, he had a great season for sure. But to just say Giannis is just exciting, he dunks over players and all that, he definitely has a case for making players better as well. The Bucks' support is no, is nothing like crazy, like, oh my God, they're such a deep team. And Giannis being able to pass out and being able to drive in, he's an incredible player. If we're going to talk keeping the same energy, if you're going to um, acknowledge Harden's successes and Harden's achievements, the same should be done for Giannis. Because Giannis is an incredible player. He still is, as he was last year, when he deserved it. It wasn't recent. I'm saying it was the entire season of the way that he played that season. I'm saying he's a front runner. I'm saying he's a front runner. And I'm saying if LeBron doesn't win, I'd be fine with that. All I'm saying is the BS arguments that have been used against LeBron and are continuing to be used against LeBron because people hate LeBron James, those arguments should also be used against Giannis. They should continue to be used against Giannis because everyone deserves to have to. If you want to be the best player in the league, if you want that mantle, you need to deal with that stuff. You need to be able to overcome it the way LeBron did. 
And that's all I'm saying. That and that stop all this pearl clutching. Like my God, the MVP award. There is no way the media can influence this. Narratives don't influence this. This is basketball, a temple where it's so sacred. Of course, there's influence and outside factors. Let's just acknowledge it, call it what it is, and talk and be honest. Giannis Antetokounmpo was amazing last year, but don't act like the media didn't play a part in it. And don't act like the media didn't play a part in Russell Westbrook's story and narratives didn't play a part in his MVP. Of course this stuff but matters. But what I'm trying to say is recency. Because LeBron's entire season doesn't compare to Russell Westbrook's entire season in 16 and 17. LeBron's entire season right now doesn't compare to Giannis' season entire season last year. I'm not comparing... I think at the entire... Uh, we're talking uh, at a season level... Yeah. LeBron's 22 points per game is not going to cut being an MVP. And you know what? James Harden's entire season in 16-17 did compare to Russell Westbrook's. I'm not comparing LeBron this season to Russell Westbrook. I'm saying if you compare season to season, and I continue to say Giannis is the front runner. All I'm saying is let's continue to keep the same energy. Let's, you know, But you're, you're saying your recent, biases. Uh, like recently though. Yeah. So LeBron's entire season... Because James Harden and Russell Westbrook, I can see that. But LeBron James' entire season, you're saying, deserves to be MVP. I'm saying, let's keep the same energy, and there's a lot of basketball left to play. That's all I'm saying. There's a lot of basketball still left to play. Depending on where we go, there's still 20% of the season or whatever still left to play. A lot can happen if Giannis doesn't come back from injury and the Bucks lose 80% of the remaining games. Are we still gonna? What are we gonna say at that point? What are the arguments that are gonna be in favor? Oh, the team falls apart without Giannis. That's why Giannis is the MVP. That's gonna be the argument that everyone makes. Look at how bad the Bucks are when Giannis doesn't play. You know what other teams were bad when their star player didn't play? Any team LeBron James has ever been on. So that's what I'm gonna say right there. Like, let's make sure going forward for the remainder of the season, acknowledge all of our biases, acknowledge there's a recency effect for LeBron James. But also acknowledge all of the BS arguments and shit that LeBron James had to deal with his entire career. And let's continue to use that against Giannis. And that's that's my take. Okay. Good job, Isam. You got what you wanted. <laughs> all right. I think that's enough because we ran out of questions. Yeah, we ran out of questions. I think that should be everything yeah. for, so for today's So for everyone listening at this point, thank you. Thank you for sticking around. The session, despite all odds, will continue we have in the to. suspended season. The session, the NBA might be suspended, but the session will never be suspended. And no amount of petitions will ever stop that. Unless we have some type of equipment failure again and we disappear then, for four, four, yeah, four or, or five weeks. Iceland. Or you go to Iceland or and we don't, Iceland. we don't make a pod. But other than that, other than Iceland and equipment failure, <laughs> the session will never stop. We will continue because we enjoy doing this for ourselves. And uh, we did, a, uh, we did uh, the podcast before without... Um, without any basketball, and we can we can continue to do that. So expect weekly up. We're, this is our prime. We we are in our prime. No basketball. <laughs> this is what we're comfortable with. Look, we don't know anything about basketball. So when there's no <laughs> games on, this is when we're, we're we yeah. succeed the most. No, it's gonna it's gonna be fun. But yeah, on a more serious note, we are gonna be continuing to upload. Um, same schedule. Yeah, we want to continue uploading on a weekly basis. So expect that. Um, be sure to rate and comment, leave a five-star rating on, uh, Apple podcasts or any platform that you do watch on, leave a comment. This entire mailbag episode was so much fun to do 
because of the interaction with the people that we're making this for. 100%. So we want to continue that. Leave your comments. If you disagree with something, make sure you put that into, if you agree, whatever the case. Let's keep the conversation going and flowing. That's what we're here for. Come on over to at the session ball on Instagram. Again, that's the session ball on Instagram. And that's where we, you know, put up that story for the mailbag questions. So follow that account so you can stay in the loop in case we do another one. Of these, well, we definitely will do more of these yeah, mailbags. I really like it. So, you know, follow the account. We're going to have great content there and you're going to be able to keep up to up to speed with everything going on. Again, like Ben said, leave a rating, leave a review, follow us on Instagram. And for everyone here at the session, stay safe, stay hydrated, drink your water, warm water, and don't touch anybody. And if you're hoarding stuff, slap yourself. Slap yourself and record yourself and send it to us. From everybody here at the session. Cheers. Cheers.